Hey, Weird and Naughty Book Fiends. Welcome back to another episode of Red Door Romance. I'm Yams. And I'm Jess. And today, on today's episode, we are talking about the words by... Ashley Jade. Ashley Jade. I just had another brain fart. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Take it away, Jessica. (laughs) Okay, so... I'm going to give you a brief description of this book before we get into any spoilers or anything. So don't worry, we'll give you a spoiler warning. But I highly recommend this book. It is a contemporary romance. It is a rock star romance. It is a... They start out in high school and they kind of grow together. It's about a girl that is bullied and she is slightly overweight. And so she's very insecure there's disabilities. It's just a very relatable book and um, in a lot of different ways. And we're going to get into more of that later in the spoiler portion. So if you've read this book, stick around so you can hear our interpretation of it. If you haven't read it, I highly, highly recommend this book. Um, On the tear factor, I think I only cried like a little bit. So I'm going to give it a one. But that does not take away from the overall experience. It was a really right. good book. You have anything right. to say before the spoilers? Um, I, yeah, no, not really. Like I said, the, it, I didn't really cry much either. But I, like Jessica, I said, I was going to say like Ashley said, like, <laughs> like Jessica said, um, it does not take away from the book because it was a really, really good book. It was. It was so good. It was so, it was just so relatable and true to the struggles that the characters faced. And I really want to get into it because I have so much I want to say. So from this point on, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't read it, go read it. It's The Words by Ashley Jade. And it's on Kindle Unlimited. And you can buy it in physical copy. Is it on Audible? No. It's not on Audible yet, but I'm sure it will I don't think so, honestly. I'm not sure. We'll look it up and we'll get back to you. But go check it out. And if you haven't read it, stop here. No, it's not. Come back back later after you've read it and hear our interpretation. Because I really feel like this book can be interpreted multiple different ways. So with that being said, take it away. I'm going to let you start. Okay. So I'm going to give this book, my personal review, I would say, I'd give it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say like a, th- I don't want to give it a three because it's too good for a three. So like a four out of five. Um, out of five. Right. A four out of five. I didn't give it a three because it's like, it's like 3.89. <laughs> it's technical. Right. No, but I, I will give it a four out of five. Um, it was a really good book and it was very, very relatable. <clears throat> it was relatable. Um, as someone that is a little heavier and I'm on the chubbier side, like I really did relate to Lennon in so many different ways. And just like you really, Ashley's writing was is her name Ashley? Her name is Ashley, right? Ashley. Yes, Ashley. Because <laughs> I looked at the cover and it said A-Jade, so I know <laughs> if it was something else. Okay, sorry. But Ashley, the way Ashley described in the beginning, like, just the trauma that she went through, all the bullying that she went through in school. Like, I, I mean, I, I've i been bullied for being short, but I don't really take anything like that serious. <laughs> but 
Like you really feel it. You really feel what she's yes. going through when you really start to feel bad. And but she's such a strong character. Like she does not let it get to her. Like she snaps right back. She doesn't go home and she doesn't cry about it. Like she's very she's a strong um main character, you know. She's mm-hmm. she's just her. Like I don't know how to describe it. She's she's very knowledgeable. She's smart. She loves like music. She's a good songwriter. She's just perfect. She is such a perfect person. Like I, I love her. How I love you, Lennon. How did you feel about the, um, like the high school kind of, you know, aspect of the book? I, I hated. I wanted, like, I wanted Phoenix to stick up for her more in school, and I just hated, like. Like, her name is not even relevant. I don't even know her fucking name. I forgot. Her high school bully. Like, I just I just didn't like is that. It Sabrina? It. Is Sabrina? Sabrina? I don't know. Something I don't know. like that. I think it's Very... Sabrina. Um, so I want to I start with saying that a lot of people don't know, but I have an eight-year-old daughter that suffers from dyslexia. So when I read that somebody wrote a character that struggled with this, but was still intelligent, that was still well-rounded and capable, it really touched my heart in a way because my daughter struggles with this disability daily and academics are so hard for her. And if it wasn't for the people that showed kindness to her, school would be impossible. And all of this with a parent that cares, with a parent that is aware, with a parent that's helpful. So then I think about young Phoenix going through all of this. And that is why he is as hard as he is and why he cares so little. So that really spoke to me. And then I was also a a bigger girl in, in like middle high school. And I was not very popular and I didn't have a lot of friends. And so... Being able to see this strong character that even though she is plus size, even though she doesn't have a mom, even though she's not cool, she is amazing at everything she does. So, And she was able to tutor this untouchable person who's emotionally unavailable for anything and not only tutor, but make a connection as a friend, make this very popular, very sought after guy want her in a way that she didn't think was possible and I love it I just love seeing her personality be rewarded because she ended up being the like the the one that was being chased she wasn't chasing him he was chasing her and it was just really refreshing to see that you know like even though you you have this disability you can still have Um, success and even though you have these insecurities you can still be beautiful and be loved and be treated like you're worth something so that it really spoke to me on an emotional level and it didn't it didn't make me cry but I was very happy to see those things incorporated in the writing yeah it really did it really did touch my heart in that one so thank you Ashley for writing a book that spoke to me on a very personal level it was very yeah same Yes. Yeah, it was really good. Now down to the good stuff. Down to the good <laughs> Now that we got the, the sappy stuff out of the way, I just, I've been waiting to say that and I was going to record it and put it on a TikTok, but I said, no, let me save it because right. I want to say it more in depth. Three minutes is not enough. So, right. um, 
I loved Storm. I don't know why. <laughs> My favorite scene with Storm was whenever her and Skylar were like getting ready. And she's like, I got the wax ready. You could fit in this dress. Even <laughs> if I put some spanks on him. And he's like, I'm and he's like, wait, wait, wax for what? And she's like, for our kitties. And he's like, oh, I'm staying. And she's, well, I don't know what she said, but he's like, never mind, I'm out. <laughs> oh, they started talking about um, periods in the closet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was he was like never mind I'm out he that was, was that was hilarious I do have like a how do you um, I, I have like a little prediction and and I, yeah. it might be wrong but I feel something weird and brewing between Quinn and Storm like mm. he, he dislikes her way too much I don't get that vibe no because no. he like he like dislikes her so much. He's always picking on her. He, I just he, think it's more of like a like a broody older brother type thing. Like I don't so. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see anything. Oops, my alarm. Um, I don't see anything going further than like just an older brother and a sister. Because you gotta know. think about it. At this point, he's what, 25, 26? Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah. He's around that age or like, no, no, he's even younger. He's like 23. I think it was 23 or something. Yeah, he's 23. He's 23. And she's 16. So, I mean, we've read books with bigger age gaps than that. So I'm thinking in the nothing like 19 and 20 and he's a little bit older. I'm thinking that's when a spinoff could possibly come. I don't know. I think you've been reading a lot of age gap books that make (laughs) you think this way. (laughs) I I think way too deep into everything, every single thing. Um, What was one? Did you cry at all in this book? I cried when her father died. Oh, my God. That was really hard. Yes. And I cried when her father died and I got teary eyed during another part, but I didn't. I don't remember what part it was, but I, I there were parts that I was very emotional through and I was just like. Like, like you said, it was just very relatable and it's just, it made you like sentimental in a way. And it's just like, hmm. Well, I, the first time that I actually like dropped tears was when he, so when they were getting ready to say goodbye to each other and she was sleeping in the bed and he wrote on her skin, like beautiful. And then on her back, he wrote, I love you where she couldn't see it. And he was like, that was his way of saying goodbye to her. Yeah. That that hurt me because you know those those words that she wrote on herself were so hateful and negative right. and down. And he was, you know, like every time he saw them, even when they were younger, he was like, "Don't ever do that. Why would you right. do that to yourself?" So like he wanted to replace those memories with like, "You're beautiful. You're loved. You are enough." And so like that really right. like, made me made me cry. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And yeah, that was a, that was like a good part. One of the things that I, I, I highlighted it, but I can't find it, was whenever that girl was talking shit about Phoenix and his sister threw the drink in her face and she's like, <laughs> keep my brother's name out of your mouth. All I could think of was the Will Smith. Keep my, my name out your fucking mouth. That's all I, I was cackling on the couch and Jose was like, what's going on? I was like. I told him what happened. He was laughing too because it was so funny. <laughs> That's all I could think about was the Will Smith. Like, don't talk shit about my brother. Right. I, That's I funny. Too. I was skeptical at yeah, first. Yeah, Quinn. 
yeah, I was too. I was like, this fucking crazy bitch. She's not even related <laughs> to him. But yeah, no, I really did fall in love with Quinn. What was your least favorite part of the book? Um, my least favorite part. I want to say like, okay, so it's not like a part per se, but I hate the fact like that Chandler put that rule that they couldn't hook up. Like as long as he's staying sober, who gives a shit right. about doing it? Like that was so that, stupid. That pressure added on like we can't get caught. Like you guys are already under enough stress. You guys hate each other, but you love each other. He's an asshole. You're closed off. Like there's already enough obstacles. That one obstacle just made it like impossible for me to get over it. I was like, Chandler is a fucking dick. Like who cares if he finds out? Right. Who is his boss? Phoenix is his boss. So if Phoenix wants right. to be there, who gives a fuck what Chandler says? Like I just, and I didn't like how much of an asshole he was in the beginning. Like I was, oh, or even at the end, whenever she was at her dad's funeral and he said all those things, like I wanted to kill him. I know. It's yeah. like, oh, you guys are going to end up breaking up in a year anyway, so you might as well just fuck do you. this and help him fuck out. You, like, Chandler. Fuck you. And, well, okay, um, can we talk about Chandler and... Um, Skyler? Yeah. I was like, you fucking conniving snake. Because Chandler set all this up. I wouldn't be surprised if Chandler made that girl get pregnant. Right. Honestly, I don't even want that baby to be his. <laughs> Too late. They Isn't there? Did didn't you read the author's note? Didn't she say there was going to be a spinoff with Skylar and um, what's his name? Memphis. Memphis? I, I don't know if it's going to be a future one or if it's like in the past because remember, she has history with Memphis and Josh. And I don't know if she's going to go into the details of why they are the way they are now. Mm, true. I think that's I think that's what I that's how I per- like perceived it was that she's yeah more information on why Skylar is the way she is and why Memphis is the way he is so I'm thinking that and then George George was my least favorite fucking character right below Chandler fuck you George fuck you George (laughs) (laughs) I'm passionate about that because not only were you like you knew she was emotionally unavailable. You knew that she was in love with Phoenix, but you still tried to. Yeah, there's her. no way you didn't know. He had no redeeming qualities. Like you couldn't even kiss her correctly. Come on. Like, oh, and when Grams came and she's like, "Oh, we're gonna put more meat on you," and he's like, "Well, not too much." Um, fuck you, George. Fuck you, George. Fuck you. I don't know. I I think Phoenix was. He was flawed and he was not perfection, but I feel like he loved her enough to make up for those flaws. You know, yeah, definitely. Phoenix is definitely not one of my favorite male characters that I've ever read about, but I feel like he was the male character needed for this book because right. of his flaws. And I was so mad that he stole her song because she was so insecure already that as she it was, was yeah. She was one of those girls that if he would have if he would have just been nice to her and he would have just, you know, like been friendly to her, she would have given it to him. She was so insecure that any amount of attention would have she would have given him anything. And I think she even told him that, you know, like she did. But I do feel like they needed to go through this um, that little space of time without each other. And like like they said in the book. 
you know, if they would have stayed together, she would have never been as secure as she was when she came back to him. She exactly. would have still been that insecure girl and he would have grown in his fan in his being famous and she would have felt left behind and it would have ended badly. So I do feel like that break for them was very necessary for their successful relationship. Yeah, definitely. He didn't know what he had. He was young and immature and dumb and he didn't know what he had. He would have treated her like Josh treated Skylar. Right. And exactly. So I, I, I'm glad. And she that even I, says that too. Like, even if they would have stayed mm-hmm. together, something would have happened and they would have ended up, you know, breaking up. Yeah. So what was, was what was your favorite part in the book? I'm trying to think. Did we talk I about mean, that already? No, but I, I think we talked about what our least favorite was, but... I need to think because I had a few parts that I was like giddy with it, but okay, I want to say go first like then. <laughs> when he was laying on the bed. Yeah, go ahead. Go. Okay. So when she found his letters on the piano, when he went, when she went to his house yes. and she was like, oh, not all the so words funny. was spelled correctly, but he still tried. I was like, Oh my God, that's so sweet. and then she started reading them i was like oh my god he has it in him (laughs) oh and then the date whenever she's like she was like what he brought me to where john lennon was shot and stuff and he was like fuck i tried shit (laughs) and and i liked how he was like everybody kept calling her his past girlfriend and he never corrected them that one time did you notice that he never said she wasn't my girlfriend she was yeah, always he never the one did. She was the one. Yeah, she was the one that was always like, "No, nah, I was in his girlfriend." But um, um, I want to say, like, my favorite part was when she finally got over the grief of her dad, and um, she like stood up for him to, um, like, she told Skylar, "This is what you're going to go and you're going to tell Vic, right? This, this, and this." And then she went into the bed and was like trying to wake him up, and he was like, "God, no, it's torture." And she, it, it was all him. Oh, he was like pretending to like. <laughs> he was like, I'm not a oh good I was going to take advantage of you and claim to be sleeping. <laughs> See, he's so sweet though. Like any other guy would have just been like, whatever, you know. But even then, so he's like, you're my wife. I'm going to take care of you. I don't care. And he even stopped music for her. Honestly, he was a good, he was, he was still a good guy in my eyes. He was, he got good. He got better. Like he started yeah. out as the guy that. I would have typically avoided at all costs in high school. Like, no way in hell are you going to catch me with somebody like that because I already know it's going to end in heartbreak, you know? Like, so I was already a little wary of him. And then when he did that whole stealing her music thing, I was like, yeah, fuck him. Um, I knew she was going to end up reconnecting with him. And then yeah. like when she did, I was like, still fuck him. He's still a piece of shit. Like, I was still right. angry about the whole situation. And so he gradually earned earned my heart back. So I, I forgave him. I forgave him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Phoenix is flawed, but he is the perfect character for Lennon because she's flawed as well. Right. Um, and I fucking loved Grams. I fucking loved I, Oh my God. And when she's <laughs> like, I got a booty call. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some grams. I do too. I do too. Honestly, I this is no shade to Ashley at all because I really, really, really did love the book. So um 
again, no shade to Ashley at all, but I hated the ending. Um, I must not have, I must not have enjoyed it too much because I don't remember what happened. So he ends up going, the synopsis, he ends up going, um, no, not the synopsis. What am I talking about? The prologue. The epilogue. He ends up going, epilogue. What am I talking? I said prologue in the last um, uh, podcast and you didn't, you didn't correct me, asshole. I didn't catch Anyways. it. I didn't catch it. <laughs> In the epilogue, um, he goes to one of her shows and she ends up pay- playing at a at a dingy oh, bar. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one of her first shows. And the guy's like, oh, you fell off. But it was like he didn't start writing his album until like January. So it's like and this was in December or like November, something like that. And it's like we want to know after like what happens, like what happens to his fame? Like, honestly, I really didn't like the ending. I did like how um, she gives us a little like you know taste of Lennon and how she starts singing again and you know how good her song is but I I did want to know more and I, yeah, I really I didn't like how it ended I but again it's that. no shade towards Ashley and the the book I think the book was really good I just did not like the ending I agree that I didn't really like the ending just because like I think the last few words spoken are like oh, you could have had it all. And then Phoenix is like, I do have it all. And which means to me, like, he gave up music. Like, are right. you not on tour anymore? Like, why couldn't you two go on tour together? There's nothing holding yeah, you Yeah, and it's like, this is December. And then their agreement was literally in January, start recording their album. So it's like, what happens after? Like, does he get yeah. that break again? Like, Like, I'm not okay with him losing his career either. You know, I feel like they both should, you know? Yeah, and and I feel like he could have he could have won Linux over without without um without giving up the secret, you know. Right. So yeah, I, that's true. I mean, I feel like he could have talked to Lennon and he could have been like, "Hey, I I need to get this off my chest. I'm gonna say it." Blah 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 blah. And she she would have said no because at that point she was already back in love with him. He didn't right. have to give it all up for her. He could have kept both. So right. He had to just propose to her. <laughs> I was a little frustrated at that. And then right. he I, I, he pulled me back over when he decided to marry her in the hospital before her dad died because she he knew that's what she would have wanted. So I was like, all right, right I guess I'll forgive you again. Damn it. <laughs> this is a roller coaster. Right. All right. But again, overall, we did enjoy the book. It was a good read. Um, We do recommend all of you to read it. Well, you probably already have. So we recommend you to recommend it to other people. (laughs) Right. And if you have any suggestions, this is Make Me Cry May. So if you have any suggestions, give them to us. We want to cry. It's kind of hard to make me cry. So I really do enjoy really really emotional books so give me recommendations find us on tiktok find us on instagram find us on goodreads find us on facebook and email us yes email is uh what is our email books only three at gmail.com everything else is red door romance red door romance and that's it for this week next we'll be doing um sweet dandelion by sweet dandelion (laughs) you made me mess up the last name (laughs) 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 
it's past Go. Yami's bedtime, so she's a little delirious. <laughs> By you could finish now. Smeltzer, the author of The Confidence of Wildflowers and The Resurrection of Wildflowers. She is my favorite right now, so top of my list. And I'm reading Sweet Dandelion right now, and Yams just started it. So we'll yes. record on that soon. But that's it for tonight. Bye, guys. Bye.